Welcome to the Spirit for Success podcast with your hosts, Rach Wilson and Therese Tucker. Welcome to another kick-ass and sparkly ladypreneur podcast. And with me, as always, is the gorgeous, the stunning, the spectacular Therese Tucker. <laughs> I'm like, I never know what to say back. I'm like, you're awesome. <laughs> yeah, Rach is awesome. Okay, bye. <laughs> okay, we're done. Yeah. <laughs> That was so, easy. <laughs> yeah. No, it's never going to be that easy. Anyway, um, it's been really interesting this last week and we've seen it in our clients, in ourselves, in my, our friends. Uh, it seems like the universe is doing some big things and it is triggering stuff all over the place. And I thought it'd be, well, I thought, Therese actually thought it was her idea, that we would talk about what the hell is going on in the energy right now. And I'm going to hand it directly over to her because I've got a screaming toddler downstairs and I'm going to go take care of it. I will be back. In the meantime, tell us all about it. <laughs> da, 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 da. All right. So let's kind of give uh, a, like a little bit of a recap of what this means. So what Rach and I are talking about right now is that there is definitely shifting energy. And we are in the, the um, waning cycle of a full moon. So the full moon's getting smaller and smaller. And this signifies in energy a time of release or letting go. So we're definitely in that release cycle right now. But what's interesting is that we're being prompted on a cosmic level to do some cleanup work. And I'm kind of relating it to spring and maybe it's because we just passed through the spring equinox, that could be another good reason that that energy of spring cleaning or spring renewal. Last night when I pulled the karma cards for my personal profile Facebook live, I did last night. So if you check that out, you'll see it there. Uh, but what's really interesting is all this energy is coming. Uh, the universe is asking us to take a look at our what we're thinking, take a look at our personal values, take a look at what's coming up in our life. And we need to do some major reassessment and do the work to clean up anything that is old or no longer works or doesn't feel in alignment with us anymore. So I was just saying that the universe is asking us to do a spring cleaning of sorts right now. being presented to us in a major way. We're not, you're not able to escape this, meaning if you avoid it in your emotional life, it'll show up in your physical life. If you avoid it there, it'll show up in your you know, mental life. There's, it's going to show up somewhere, this need to kind of clean up the energy. What was really interesting, Rach, um, you didn't get a chance to hear this yet, but in the reading I did last night, this was really interesting. They said, time to put on your big kid pants and do the job yourself. We're not doing this for you. What they said they will do is they will provide us extra energy right now. We're going to get, uh, they've got our back, meaning like they showed me this image of like me cleaning out my garage and them in the kitchen making lunch. Like I'll make you lunch so that you have the energy to keep cleaning, but I'm not cleaning that up for you. That was the, <laughs> and I'm getting like I'm all this gonna information. Go out. <laughs> yeah. it, it makes sense. It makes sense. Honestly, we are, the, well, we are the creators of our personal realities. We're, this is, I love the way that somebody put this uh, the other day. I was listening to someone and they said, we are the, um, the master creator and the masterpiece at the same time. And I thought, Ooh, how cool is that? I love that. 
right? Oh, I just want to sit with so, that. So, yeah, let's let that sink mm -hmm. in. You're mm -hmm. painting it, and you're the painting. You're the painter mm -hmm. and the yeah. painting. And the, yeah, the artwork. That's so cool. And that means nothing else is going to come in there and adjust for you. The reason why is then it becomes somebody else's agenda, not yours. So the universe is protecting us the cosmic law of free will. And we're never going to have uh, an intervening hand come in without our desire or without our asking for it. Mm. And right now they're saying, guess what? We're not even going to come in and do that. We'll give you support. We'll, we'll give you the, the strength, the determination, the grit, the power behind you, but we're not going to actually even come in and do interesting. It kind of like, you know, as a parent, we see this kind of phase with our children. So there's definitely the beginning phase where they're very dependent. They need a lot of help. And then they get to the sort of toddler three, four stage. And there's a lot of things they can do if we teach them. And, but they will revert to, oh, but mummy do it. You feed me. You do this for me. You do oh, that yeah. for me. I, I can definitely record both my girls getting to a point going, no, you can do it yourself. Here you go. Here's your spoon. Now sit down with your meal and feed yourself. So, and they'd that's make right. a mess. But that's okay. They got better at it. Oh, I can see what they're doing. Okay, I get it. Yes. Yeah, so they're buying the groceries, but you have to make the food. <laughs> Don't want to make food. That's what they're doing. The Just cosmic the parent cookie. really... <laughs> Cosmic parent-child relationship is fully active. Mm -hmm. uh, it's so important for our own development, though. Really, this is, this is beautiful that we're getting this opportunity. And for those who are tuned in and listening right to your own intuition and to this show, because kudos to you for doing that, we're getting a really cool, unique opportunity here to get I, – I, I actually come, I'm sort of loving – this time period we're in where we're like being allowed to review more and more rather than going through long cycles of time and making all random decisions and then getting to a cycle point where you have to look back and you're like, Oh my God, what did I make? This looks like a mess. <laughs> right. That's not what I was trying to make. I can see a four-year-old trying to make a Picasso going, but it's not the same. I really kind of love this. I, I sort of, I'm digging this energy of uh, spans of time, like shorter spans of time of make something and stop and look, adjust mm. and create. And yes, it's not always fun. Sometimes it's downright, you know, cringeworthy, the mistakes that we make. Mm -hmm. um, but ultimately, if you take the opportunities, it's like you get, you get to grow faster, mm. accelerated growth. Bring that on. I love it. And it's 11-11. Of course it's 11. Of course it is. <laughs> of course it, it is. is. So you know, I'm finding, you know, some things for me, there's like a, uh, I had a, a small accident at the, this time last year. It was a year ago. Anyway, it wasn't something that, you know, I left it with the company and said, just let me know what the damages are and then I'll work out if I'm going to claim it through my insurance or I'm not. And then I didn't hear anything until a week ago. And then I'm like, what the hell? Um, so, yeah, it's all these things are coming up for you to complete to knock them off your plate. So like, I know for me, that's from an energetic perspective, that's a leak. That's something where I'm still, it's still open. So closing all these things off means that we're in a much solid, more solid position to then quantum leap forward, which we're all asking for. We all want to move forward. We all want things to be very clearly moving in the direction of our biggest dreams and goals. So, but in order to do that, we've got to get rid of the baggage. We've got to get rid of the anchors, the, the things that are unfinished, not sorted, 
that are draining our energy, our finances. It's another, this is a good time actually to go through and see if the things that you're spending money on are the things that you're still getting value out of. Or do you need to right. step in and take more value from them? I've certainly got a couple of things where I've got them and I don't want to get rid of them, but I'm not making, not put, making the time to get the value out of them. So there's some changes I need to make there. So this is a good period of assessment to really look at all the ways that your energy, your money, your time, your everything is going out and pull back in or close doors off that are no longer necessary for you where you're at now. You know, this is interesting. As I'm listening to you talk, it's totally pulling up that lesson we did in numerology where we, are, we all kind of got stuck on the number seven. And let me explain the number seven. <laughs> let me explain the number seven. It's kind of an important number in my life. It, it, it is a, a number we all get to deal with. The number seven is a highly spiritual number in numerology. It's number of spirit and intellect. And it is called the temple number. It's the number of represents the body it's the last physical number it's the most heightened number on the physical plane and i know that a lot for a lot of people they're like what physical plane just trust me it's about the physical plane but it's it's most in state and the interesting thing about the number seven is it asks us to sacrifice or sacrifice will be thrust upon us and mm -hmm. here's the reason why uh sacrifice is a detox cleansing energy hello density energy that we're in this detox vibration right so the number seven has this detox vibration and the intention here is there are two ways through it the easy way and the hard way <laughs> and <laughs> most people sort of miss <laughs> sort of miss the easy way because they don't realize it's an option so here like just to illuminate um the, the the practice of tithing or giving away or letting go comes under a number seven. So a willingly a willing deep clean, right? Like I'm willing to go in and get rid of the clothes that don't fit me anymore. Um, I'm willing to get rid of the knickknacks that I collected for years and realize that I, I no longer have a desire for this, but I feel guilt for having you know worked so hard and now I don't want it. Right. So it's kind of like addressing that. Like I, I can let this go. Um, you know, a, a way that's one way through it willingly An unwilling way is to be forced through a situation which you will have to detox, declutter or let go of something. And it is by force of the universe. And a personal example in my life is when I went through that eviction mm. and we had, you know, six days to move with no plan, by the way, of that happening. So what was really interesting and what really shifted my brain was well first of all when the when the gun is against your back and they're like you will <laughs> you will have to leave right you will have to leave something behind um it forces you to change your brain chemistry real fast real fast so i gamified it as i do because this is how i i can get into it without resistance and I realized my, I, I played the game. My house is on fire. My house is on fire, right? Not I'm being evicted. My house is on fire. So what happened in this game was I looked around. Is everybody safe? Yes. All the people that I truly care about. Like it got really clear. If my house were on fire right now, what would I do? Well, the kids, the cats, my husband, everybody out of the house, right? Hopefully I have my keys and my money with me and my phone so I could call people. But other than that, I didn't care about that. It was the people. Number one, 
Number two, it was basic essentials. Like what is it, you know, just to get from point A to point B, what would I need, right? And then from there, it was like, what are the things that are going to um, bring a longer term comfort? So it, it really got clear in my brain, what was the priority? And what, you know, the further things went out, I was like, all, all these books, I love books. I'm a book nerd, but I'm like, all of those were way at the end, so far at the end. You know, I'm like, you can buy it again. You can look it up online. <laughs> you can watch the movie, right? Like so many choices. So it got really clear that having to go through that forced sacrifice helped me gain a lot of clarity about what's in my life, what's weighing me down, the things that I've attached to that really have no meaning. They have no meaning. What did have meaning? What should have the focus, right? So that's what the sacrifice or cleansing detox vibration can do for you. The joyful part is you can move through it by choice. And that was something I kind of I missed. I mean, I did it a little bit, but the universe is asking you to do it now and in a big way. And if you decide what goes, the universe is happy with that because it's still cleansed and detoxed. That's the whole point. It's not who is pushing the button, but rather that the action has been taken. Does that make sense, Rach? Mm, yeah. And I can relate to not having the eviction, but every time we've had to move interstate, we've had a very limited amount of space right. for all of our stuff to go in, which has been great because I actually quite like moving for that reason. We get to get rid of a whole bunch of stuff. Like, right. And I did the same. I got rid of a lot of books. I kept only my favorite ones, the ones that I wanted to keep and refer back to or hadn't read yet that I really wanted to read. And then everything else, like I had two big bookshelves bigger than this that were full of books um, and yeah. old programs and trainings that I'd done. I'm like, I'm never going to go back to that. And I, I kept all of the files, but just in case one day I want to refer back know, to that, just, then I'll have it just there. Just in case. I, I'm not a person that does that. I move forward. I find new material constantly. So it's, yeah, it's letting go of stuff. And it's not just that. Like I think what also has been coming up in this week has been having to let go of emotional stuff, having to let go of attachments. Attachments have been coming through very strongly. Like um, I certainly found myself having a huge one. And then when I, I couldn't make it happen or get it to, to work the way that I wanted it to, devastated, absolutely devastated, which <coughs> showed me how attached to that particular outcome I was. So I had to let go of that. Then when I did, funnily enough, come to today, something else even better has shown up that was a much bit better match to me. So it's shown me in a very short space of time where I had stuff I still hadn't resolved and where I had attachments that I cleared. And now I'm seeing my cookie, seeing my cookie. That's fantastic. And yes, it's, it's easier to look at the physical world to mm. see detoxing and purging because it gives us some tangible examples to work with. And it can be a little difficult to figure out where we need to mentally, especially mentally, I would say mentally more than emotionally, because we can block ourselves. We can hide from our own truth because of stories. Because of stories. Yeah. <laughs> stories. So maybe we should help people figure out how to figure that out because honestly, um, again, it really doesn't matter what the purge is. It has to be a literal purge though. It, it, it does. It has to be the blah, right? So there are tears. 
Well, so there could be, right? So, but it does have to be a purging of old values or old beliefs or mm -hmm. uh, old possessions, maybe, right? But there, it, this is a time period that energetically is calling to us to mm. clean it out. And the energy will resolve when something is truly cleared, right? Mm -hmm. So for example, let's say it really is an emotional or, or mental issue we need to purge or clear, but we go to our dresser <laughs> and we go through all the clothes. That's good. <laughs> that didn't quite clear it. That, that, that <laughs> right? A bit of avoidance, right? Clear it out. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. So one of the things that you can do right now is to look at everything that's going on in your life and notice where there are things that are causing you pain, stress, anxiety, sadness. These are all things that are coming up to get your attention, to show you there is something to be gained and something to be let go of there. Sorry, did you want me to add more to that? Right. Well, actually, no, that's good. And, and that brings me to the other point of a purge or a detox uh, that this number seven would bring you through. The reason why. There is, this is not just because you're dirty and you need to be cleaned up. Not at all. It's a we, need to, we need to let go of the old to acquire the new. Mm -hmm. This is a good thing. But as we've said before, growth is painful. It doesn't always feel really comfortable. And uh, yeah, so this is just one of those moments. It's, a, it's mm, I was going to say excessive. That's not the word, intense. It's an intense growth phase that we're going through right now. So yeah, to tune into what doesn't feel good. And then one of the things you can do is to, I like to write. So sit down and kind of vent all of the things that you're thinking, all of the thoughts around that topic or that person or that event, um, all the things that you're feeling, write down how the, the emotions, give them acknowledgement of what you're feeling. And then you'll be able to step back from that. And this is the, the key is to step back from it and start to see what beliefs, limiting beliefs, limiting emotions, stuff you're holding onto. It's going to be easier to see once you've kind of blatted it all out onto the piece of paper. You want to add to that? So it's interesting. Yeah, I'm just reading the comments right hmm. now coming through. So Monica's here. Hey, Monica. Hi, Monica. And she's talking about that she's going through a move next week and she had to go through some of her mom's things. Oh, um, um, yep. That with her sister, I think. Uh, um, I need my glasses. Hold on, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to read without glasses. Not happening. Um <laughs> So some of her mom's things and had a sister night uh, to take things and she couldn't keep them all. Mm. And she's thinking of starting with a clean slate and getting rid of most things and starting new. That, and that is, you know, that's one of the more difficult situations is we do attach so much emotionally mm. um, to experiences. In fact, this was one of the things that came through yesterday is that, objects and experiences for the most part are neutral it's the spree we lay on top of these things that gets us hooked in connected anchored and that's the part we actually have 100 percent control over mm. is the story behind it because truly um you know as much as your mother may have loved that item she is not in that item you know, and there is, yes, there is like an emotional connection, but it's more the story that's attached to it, the, what you're remembering mm. about that and, and the feeling that you got, but see, that's her, that part 
is most definitely her and her energy right there. And that can never be purged away. That's something that, you know, we have to choose to disconnect from. Um, and it's a very strong connection to start with. So that would take a lot of energy to do. Um, so, so honest, um, you know, this is why so many ancient cultures have an oral tradition because more than passing down an item, there was passing down the memory, the information, the story. Um, it's really interesting actually thinking of like the movie Coco that came out last year. Um, all about, mm. you know, the Mexican culture and the day of the dead and the importance of keeping the story alive, right? Like the, the importance of keeping the memory alive. Um, and that's, you know, the beauty of that is um, when we realize that these, these objects that we connect to are, are really a neutral carbon-based thing, and it's the energy that we're attached to, right? So that that changes our perspective completely. Yeah, there's something much more magical world. What you're saying is, um, and I can see where I've got a few things where you know they're items, and when I see them, they remind me of certain people. Um, and it's the the part to remember that because I've got a box of memorabilia, and I've been tossing and turning around. You know, do I keep it? Do I get rid of it? You know, why am I really carrying this big plastic box everywhere I go? And it is the, the memories. But the thing is that, you know, none of that is that a moment. The memories are all in my head. Now, I came up with a way to, to, to actually help myself here um, because it's when I look at the things that it triggers the memory. And if I don't look at the things, then the memory sometimes fades and goes away. So what I was planning to do was to actually take photos of all the things that were in my memorabilia box and then keep the photos because digitally we can, it's, it's a pretty safe to keep things in the cloud. It's not likely to get lost in that. <coughs> By doing that, I get to keep the thing without keeping the thing. And there's, a, there's other, there's another way around that too. You could journal about it. You mm. actually write down, you could spend time with the object and write down its emotional connection to you. Mm. And then you would be experiencing it through your own words. So it's not, and also, or, the, or picking the one, the one object that will always anchor mm. you to those emotions or that, that person. Um, I mean, we're not intended, to, this is where it gets complicated because we are, you know, physical beings living on a material plane. We're not being asked to live with no connection. Because actually, that's not the point. The point, they want us, I mean, and when I say they, I'm speaking of our higher self source energy. It wants this experience. It actually wants you to over accumulate, figure that out, mm -hmm. purge it out because it's the experience that our soul is driven by, not by getting it right, mm -hmm. not by figuring out the formula scientifically and living that way so that you can be the best spiritual student ever. Uh -uh. That's not how it works. It's, it is uh, what happens when I associate everything with things, right? If everything mm -hmm. has meaning. And then what does that do to me? Oh my God, I'm so overwhelmed. Oh my God, I feel, ah, I can't breathe anymore. Now what happens if I get rid of it all? <gasps> freedom. Oh, <laughs> freedom, <laughs> but now I miss, I have mm. nothing. I have no touchstone. I don't know what I'm connected to, right? So there is a desire in us to do it wrong. And there is no wrong. You know, I mean, mm. that's the thing. But yeah, trying to uh, figure out how life wants you to live 
is, is such a mental process that needs to be purged. Mm. There is actually from the, the soul perspective, it's all good. Mm -hmm. You know, forget about the accident and you have it be reminded. Ooh, cool. New experience, right? Like get evicted and figure out how to work your way around that. Awesome. Like that's the soul. It's like, <laughs> well, meanwhile, the, he the human's like, part of us is like, <laughs> the human part of us is like seriously panicking. <laughs> the soul is like that splash mountain was the best ride ever. <laughs> Oh, good Lord. 44%. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, do we want to open up to some questions around, around this or if anybody wants to, to go no, into some I live Q and A? Let's at, well, let's open it up to both. So if you have questions on this topic that you uh, want to, or add your five cents, go ahead. I see that there's some in here. Uh, and if you have questions personally, okay, we have, um, Chris is saying, cool. Let me just see what we got here because we've got a lot of comments going. Cool. Chris says, how about, how about noticing yourself uh, have no motivation, inspiration for what used to drive you? Okay, mm -hmm. so what if you're noticing that you have no motivation, inspiration for what used to drive you? If you figure, I'll just press on for the financial benefit, but then more stress happens to cement it, that effort mindset. Um. Yeah. So he's asking, you know, is that a clear sign that something needs to be purged there? I believe that's his yeah, question something around needs that. To change. If you're doing something for the financial thing only, it's very, from a soul level, it's a very shallow reason. So you've either got to change the way that you're connecting with that job to find a deeper meaning and purpose around it. Um, or to start looking at and not knowing what to do with your life is not a, an uncommon thing. So what you can do is just start writing down all the things that do give you joy um, because it, it, you're in a transition and I can relate to that. The, the few times where I've had to go for, I dropped my business, my original business completely because I, I had a massive life changing event and then I didn't know what I wanted to do. And all I could do was follow the little breadcrumbs I was getting, which was, you know, to go and do theta healing. I didn't know why I wanted to do it. I'm like, okay, well, that's what I want to do. Am I going to use it in the future? I've got no freaking idea, but right now that feels good. So then that led to eventually connecting with Therese and then we created this whole business. So um, it took a while before me to find my new purpose in that way. So, but you've got to start with finding just the little things that give you joy and writing those down and doing more of that. It will start to unfold, but you've got to get on that journey first, which means letting go of any preconceived ideas as to what it's supposed to look like, what you're supposed to be doing, um, and you know the emotions around that, I believe. Hey, Therese, you want to add to that? Yeah, well, knowing a little bit about what Chris is working with, so... Um he knows, <laughs> he knows what he's interested in. And he, his crux point right now is that he's very secure. Like there's a lot of security, a lot of material security in the job that he has now, whereas his heart's desire is connected to the more spiritual, the more esoteric and the work that he's doing right now is a little bit more mm -hmm. earthly, if mm -hmm. you will. Um, so he's at that crux point where it's sort of like, in, in the material sense, he's got a good thing going on. All of his, need, his material needs are taken care of. However, he's feeling a little bit dead on the inside. He wants 
him doing something that's connected more to his soul purpose. And this is a tricky point, right? This is, this is a, a weird teetering point because can you do this work and be completely satisfied without it having to be related to your career, right? Like, cause I know he's done Reiki and he's studying some other things. So it's very possible that, that you could have both, but there has to be some sort of agreement on the inside that your passion doesn't necessarily have to be your career. We do have, there is a lot of emphasis in this world placed on passion and career being the same thing. Does it have to be? That's the question. Does it have to be? Does it? Does it? I mean, and that's really something that I think an individual asks. I know in my case, it absolutely does because I'm pretty, I have a very intense focus and I, when I have to split it, I don't enjoy that. So I like to focus in where my heart is desiring to be. Yep. Beautiful. All right. Um, Anna's got a question here. So I'm in for round two regarding the pet policy being put forward with the strata. Um, HOA, Home Owners Association. This time one person is choosing a complete avoidance of pets in general, which unfortunately isn't a legal option, and I'm being ignored completely by the others. Any insight into them, the situation, these people are a big trigger for me and I'm working on myself in the process and took a lot of time before responding to ensure I was coming from my highest place, just confusing and being with being ignored. Right. What do you, what do you see? Number one, she nailed it. It's the trigger. It's not the event itself. It's not even the people. It's what's happening emotionally on the inside for her that that's what is being asked to be dealt with because you can't control other people. No matter what way you play it, this might be a situation where no one wants to agree with you, right? And there are, this happens. This, the truth is there are going to be scenarios and situations in life where you can't win. The only thing that you can do is, is look at yourself. Look at why you're so invested. Do you have to be this invested? What is, you know, what, what are you saying to yourself about this situation? Rach? You know, I agree. It's kind of a step back. I know for me, when I get very emotionally involved, it's hard to kind of see things objectively. Um, but yeah, no, I agree to, to, to sort of step back and ask more questions around what it is triggering in you. There might be more to it than what you're currently seeing. Um, yeah, so see what you're attached to, see what it's triggering in you and pull that apart. And what would it be like if you weren't attached to the outcome? Like, What would the difference make? What does that look like? What does that feel like? What things are you saying to yourself if you weren't attached to the outcome? If you could be okay, it is what it is. Yes. Some of the questions that are popping into my brain are, do I have to be as invested in this as I think I have to be, right? Like, am I investing more in this because I have a story around what being a good um, property owner mm. means, right? But I have to really get in there and be part of that solution. Is that true? Or is this something that could somehow resolve itself with less effort on your part and less emotional attachment. I think a lot of things that come up for people, particularly people who have really large hearts, huge capacity um, for love is the, the fairness of it. But it's not fair if blah, blah, blah. And I know that that catches us quite often. Um, 
in situations like this is the need for it to be just and fair and right. So it's something else to let go of. Not easy. Um, and everything is, everything has a resolution. That's the craziest part. I think sometimes that's the hardest part for us to kind of grok is that no situation has, uh, is open-ended or doesn't resolve. The nature of the universe is cyclical. The nature of an idea is cyclical. The nature of an interaction, there is an open and a close. It does resolve. The question is, are you attached to how it resolves? So she's had it here. She, I got that message, but the less involved emotional ways tribunal <coughs> action I'm trying to avoid. So it's, it's right there in the avoidance. There's more of that story. Why are you trying to avoid it? What would happen if you went to tribunal? You know, maybe the, the, the way that this is meant to be resolved is to go there. So, yeah, if, stepping back. It's just unnecessary and costly. Agree. That's where the, the fairness comes in. They don't have to go that way. If you were dealing with people who thought like you did, you wouldn't have this problem. Right. <laughs> so I get that frustration. Which might make, you know, and it might make you consider uh, choices that are similar to this in the future. You might have from this experience learned something about maybe it's not worth it, right? Maybe that that particular scenario isn't worth what it seems like it is, right? Maybe you wish to be free of that. These are just questions to kind of get you in there and digging around. Um, because if you're attaching, I don't want to step back because that would cost more money. You're putting more, you're putting money over your own sense of relief or <laughs> feelings yeah. of, you know, getting out of that, untangling from it. Mm. Yeah. And, so there's there's and, a whole bunch of stuff. Yeah, avoiding that because there's lots of stories um, to just pull apart and just see what's what's really at the crux of it and go from there. Uh, one of the things that uh, an attachment that we could all work on, and it's going to be a tough one, and I'm probably going to kick myself for saying it out loud, but is how much importance we attach to money. Mm. <laughs> yeah. If money is ruling you, if money, if money is something that makes you avoid a situation or right like if it causes you to not go after something because of money or um right you're avoiding something because of money just notice who's in control in that situation where have you put your power and this belief that you know the the idea of scarcity of money is a a false story it's a false narrative meant to control your behaviors and actions. So if money gets to have the control in your life, you're not in control. Mm. And it's tricky. And I'm not saying I've mastered it. I'm just pointing out to all of us, myself included, that if money is going to be what motivates you, it's not heart-driven motivation, mm. period. Your heart's and not look, an ATM. Yeah, and to look for where fear of lack is playing out too. So, and I caught myself this doing this the other day. I'm like, ah, oh, no, you know, money comes in easily. Money keeps coming in. Money just keeps coming in, which helped me to relax into it. But the initial resistance was, oh, but that's going to cost X amount, which has a subtext of, well, what if I don't have enough? What if that then takes away from the family budget or whatever the, the story is, it's still linked to that. And I'm going to have to wrap up very shortly because someone's getting very upset downstairs. All right. Things coming in here. So... Let's see what people are saying. This is a this is getting a lot of uh, people talking here. A lot of love. Right. 
Um, so Monica's asking, is any message coming through that we can receive today? She's been around, her mom's been around uh, first Mother's Day mm. without her mom. Yes. Um, so she's asking if there's any messages coming through. Monica, can you type in your mom's name again? I want to say it's Teresa. I don't know if I'm wrong. I don't know if I'm just connecting to that because it's very similar to my own name. Um, but if you type in her name, that would help me connect more. And while she's doing that, I'm just going to keep looking. Uh, let's see. And Chris is asking about, would love to hear about the geopolitical storm, the disclosure, all that's going on. Okay, it is Teresa. So, okay. We'll see if we can get to that, Chris. That's a big topic. We might need to create a new <laughs> new podcast. To go that is over a that very one. big topic. It is huge. All right. The first thing I saw when I connected into her energy was, is there a mug? Is there a mug from your mom or her mug or something about a mug? Because that was the first thing she showed me. And she's like, it's okay to let it go. Um, it's okay to let it go. She's talking about the stuff. The mug is, I don't know. But that's the first thing that came in. Uh, I feel like it's white and it has black on it. Like, I'll let it go. I you don't keep know. Going on. Coffee. <laughs> you keep going. I've got to check on him. Yeah. Um, she used to call her face her mug. Okay. <laughs> that's all I'm getting is like the mug. Um, but yeah, she's not attached to the stuff the way that, you know, maybe she was in, uh, real, not real life, but in the physical world. Right. So she's not attached to it. There's a blue bin. I keep seeing in my mind's eye, like a blue Tupperware bin. Uh, I don't know what that means. She's showing me, she's like, she goes, come on, let it go. <laughs> Her mug. I don't know. I don't know what that is. So the message has to do with this mug. There's a blue bin, Tupperware, let it go. And the energy is just that she's like, first of all, because you are so active and present with her, she's active and present with you. So again, this is about developing this muscle. It's a psychic muscle, if you will, that you're developing just by continuing the conversation. It's like you will start to hear her soon if you're not already. Um, but the conversation is active on both ends. That's what she wants you to know. Uh, the clothes you could totally let go of. Um, you know, and she loves the idea of this fresh start. That makes her like, she's like, you know, she's like kissy energy. I don't know what that's about. I don't know if she did that, but she's just like, good idea. I love it. She loves that. Um, yeah. I mean, what I love about tuning into your mom is that she's got such a like happy energy. She's got a lot of like bounce in her. Um, and she like resonates with me uh, at the age of 45 is like an age that was like she liked it. It felt like her in her skin. 
And so she shows up as like a 45 year old female is kind of how I, I see her. She's got kind of like a, she's not, she's not a kid. Old. She's like in the prime. That's what she's saying. She's in her prime. Yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. So the kisses are there, but she's definitely like fully supporting that energy, that um, letting go and fresh start. She's going to be there too. So you don't have to have a lot of stuff with you uh, to make sure mom's there. Mom is there um, for everyone to know that. Uh, everyone in your fam. Oh, you are so welcome. Okay, let me see if there is any more questions. Let's see. Um, okay, so really quickly, um, not even going to, I can't even go into the disclosure because as you see, we've got Jack's here and, and Rach is ready to, to wrap up. But what I do want to say is that it is going to be more and more and more impossible for the truth to remain out of sight because we're going deeper into the detox vibration. That means all the crap is getting shifted out of the way. And the more that we start to recognize our own power and where we are in control, and then we claim it, the harder it's going to be to control anyone, right? Period. It, you just can't. You can't control someone who knows the game. And guess what? Everybody is figuring out the game. Right? Yes. Mm, he says. Mm. All the food. Got the food. Oh, okay, awesome. Uh, let me see. One other thing. Agnes. Hey, Agnes. Uh, how can we all human beings, artists, in any shape or form, communicate with impact? That's, again, okay, that goes right back into what we were saying before. Um, kind of hit on it with the money thing is um, what has real meaning to you so many of us get motivated by the money amount because we're we're trying to survive that's human and that's not an error we're not like greedy people we're human beings as well as multi-dimensional beings which means survival is important to all of us right and money is linked in our brain right now to survival so it's easy to get sidetracked or motivated by the money but if you so as an artist, if you're trying to just make money, right, you're not making a social impact. You're being driven by the money. If you totally let go of whether or not it financially succeeds or fails, but you're totally driven by the heart, right? This is the thing that's so important for me. If, if I could leave a mark on the world to let people know the truth I found, it would be this, right? That is how any human being, artist or not, makes an impact on the world. It's what you're driven, it's what drives you, it's what, it's what is connected to your destiny. So what Rach is making, if it's connected to her heart completely and not by, I think this is a, an open market that can, you know, that I have a, a chance to get a foothold in. I tried that that's once. Financial thinking. <laughs> that's yeah. financial thinking. But as soon as you go back into... I need to do this because people need to realize that they have control over their neurochemistry. Boom. Game changer. If I focus on developing intuition in others because I think it's an open market that people are really tuned into now and I can get a foothold, I've lost. The if I go back to 
we all have the answer. It's inside of us. And all we have to do is unlock our intuition and develop our psychic muscles. Boom. Impact point. Does that make sense? Does that make sense, Rach? It makes sense to me. <laughs> I get you it. Know, you got that? I got, got that. that. <laughs> Bug likes here is squinty doing the squinty face. I don't know what he's saying, but he's saying uh, something. <laughs> awesome. Yes. So it's so simple that it's easy to overlook it, right? It's so simple to be like, wait, just follow my heart and I'll make an impact. Uh, yes. Yeah. As part <laughs> of your blueprint to do that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely your blueprint to do that. I worked out the other day that one of the, my heart connections to teaching um, the Source of Shift Neurohacking tools is actually, and it took me a little bit to work out, um, to decrease the amount of suicide in the world. Because if someone's got the tools, then they can help clear their own mindset and help program themselves for the things they want and change their own reality and deal with their emotional stuff a lot better and not get, get so far down that the only way to get out of the pain is to get out of life. So, you know, I've got a very personal, you know, experience around the, the fallout of that, which, you know, the second that my friend helped me pinpoint that that was my bigger reason, tears. I'm like, oh, okay, now I really see the, the big social impact of doing what I was naturally inspired to do. So we all have that level of inspiration. That's the reason why we feel the need to do it. But going back to the idea of purging, if Rach had held on to the lesser belief that the reason I'm doing this is because I need to form a career that then gives me financial security, if she just, if she had continued to look at it that way, right, and, and wasn't willing to let go of that perspective, she wouldn't have found that deeper, real, the heart meaning behind it. So that's just one way we can kind of look at what am I connecting to, right? What, what is that I say I'm passionate about? What's driving me? It's a really good place to look. Um, many times, if what's driving you is a need for security, there's something underneath that that's not a wrong reason but it's not the real driver, believe it or not. That's just a level at which you're, you're trying to meet your needs. Yeah, exactly. Something to consider and play with and dive deeper in over time. It's a big one. It's a big mm. one, and, and it's definitely not something that anyone can answer for you. This is one of those areas where you're going to have to get in there and dig around. Like, really, this is going in and cleaning your garage, right? What if... And a great way to ask it is, what if financial security was a given? Mm. What if it was a given and I didn't have to struggle to make it work or make that happen? Right? Then you're freed up to say, well, what, what would drive me? Right? Yes, mom. Yes. All right. So with that, we're going to wrap it up. That was, these were great questions. Thank you, everyone who asked questions and participated. Um, and we definitely hope that you got some good information from this podcast. If you have any questions, put them in the comments. Rach and mm-hmm. I see it all the time. We're excited to read what questions or insights you have from what we're talking about too. Rach, do you want to add anything before we go? No, that's, it was a yeah, good to sort of cleaning house time. Time to clean house. <laughs> Spring cleaning. 
brain cleaning, heart cleaning, spirit cleaning, cleaning the, the whole, whole thing, body cleaning, <laughs> all four, all four get clean. All right. So Rach, if they want to find us off of Facebook, where can they go? Where can they go? They go to spirit, the number four success.com. And no, there's more. iTunes. Oh, yes. iTunes. Yes. Go to iTunes. Subscribe to it. Subscribe to iTunes. I'm going to find us spirit the number And then what do they do? Yes, you can. Absolutely. But if you go to iTunes and you subscribe and give us love, we get to bring you some amazing new things. And we're so close. We are so close to being able to unleash an app on your asses that you're going to. <laughs> you're going to wish you had. <laughs> so good. <laughs> Help us out by subscribing and favoriting and sharing it with your friends so that we can get you uh, a really cool app that's going to have a lot of fun extras in it. So many extras. Awesome. Beautiful. All right. Well, until <laughs> next time, relax. We got this. Thanks for listening to the show. To learn more about Rach and Therese and all of our awesome offerings, go to spirit, the number four success.com or find us on Facebook. In fact, why not join our kick-ass and sparkly group, kick-ass and sparkly lady panures unite. Until next time, relax. We got this.